Our God is an awesome God. Amen. This is Sunday morning service right here on our website. Uh, we, we are, we're all sequestered. We're all quarantined. No, I don't mean because we all have the virus, but because, because they don't want us to get it. So we're having our morning service right here on our website, right on Facebook, right on your computer if you're tuned in today. And we pray that you are. I thank God for our physical congregation that is coming to to share the word of God not let it depart from us today but keep focus through and by the word of God upon what the Holy Spirit wants us to be focused on uh, don't just focus on the news reports don't just be focused on the statistics and all of those fearful things they're real don't deny them take necessary precautions but don't be stymied or strangled by fear uh, but be comforted and consoled by pay, faith and peace today. Amen. Hallelujah. We're glad that you've joined us for Sunday morning service, whether it's our physical congregation that cannot be together right here in Tampa, Florida at this time, or whether it's our web congregation. Someone wrote me recently and said, I don't know how big your physical congregation is, but I want you to know that your media congregation is growing. Well, we thank God for you today, wherever you are in America and wherever you are in the world. We are glad to be with you. I'm glad to bring you some good news today. You know, Dottie Rambo wrote the song, The World needs some good news bad. And but we have a Christian song, don't we? An old camp meeting hymn. I have good news to bring. That is why I sing. My joy with you I'll share. Well, I want to share my joy in the good news of Jesus today. We want to talk about in this morning service today, the God of wonders now more than ever. The God of of wonders now more than ever. If you have your Bible, turn with me to Exodus 15 and verse 11. It says, Who is like unto thee, O Lord, among the gods? Now, I want to stop right here and say something to you. He's not acknowledging that there are other true gods. He's talking about the gods that the heathen and the pagan has made out of their own imaginations and the gods that demons impersonate. There is a religious experience in the worship of false gods. Make no mistake about it. The devil will not uh, let that opportunity to give a false impression that this is a true god that is worshipped. So let's look at what distinguishes the true and the living God from the gods that man have made, literally man-made gods from the God who made man. Who is like unto thee? Exodus fifteen eleven, O Lord, among the gods, who is like unto thee, glorious in holiness, <laughs> fearful in praises, doing wonders. That's why we have titled this, this sermon, this morning, The God of Wonders, Now More Than Ever. I want to make a statement to you today. It still seems strange and unusual today in many circles when they hear of outstanding answers to prayer 
or great miracles of healing. But why should it? If Jesus is real and alive, and he certainly is, he's alive and well today, these things should be commonplace. After all, Jesus did teach, if you abide in me in John 15, and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire, and it shall be done for you. And again, whatsoever things you ask in prayer, really believing, you will receive. And I believe with all of my heart that the God of miracles wants to get involved in your life and mine. You see, any true answer to prayer is a miracle. Uh, if we take all of the all of the definitions that man has of miracles in in dictionaries and and wherever you can you can boil it all down to a simple sentence: a miracle is a supernatural that should be highlighted and underlined a supernatural intervention in the normal course of human affairs. I want to say it again: a super natural intervention in the normal course of human affairs. So therefore, any true answer to prayer itself is a miracle. When you say, I don't believe in miracles today, you are literally saying, I don't believe God answers prayer. You, do you realize that what you're saying? That means even the sinner's prayer to get a person saved cannot be answered because it's going to require a supernatural intervention. That person was on their way to hell. Now they're on their way to heaven. God intervened. To deny miracles, therefore, is to mock prayer today. God has proved and is proving in many, many different ways that He means business with us in a very personal and practical way. But have we shown that we mean business with Him? Let me make another statement that someone said today. Uh, said it, I wish I'd said it, but I wouldn't copyright it. I'd want everybody to keep saying it. Miracles are God's signpost. They point to the truth of the gospel. They point to the irrepressible presence of God among us. They point to the Holy One of Israel. Though profoundly involved in this world is not subject to its limitations. That's what we yearn for and we need so desperately today. We need to draw near to the God of wonders. The God who performs signs and wonders. We need in our lives desperately, especially in times like these. Remember the song of old that you may or may not have heard it. We used to sing it in our church when I was a young Christian. That we, in times like these, we need a hand to hold. In times like these, we need a hand to hold. Amen. Friend of mine, we have a hand to hold. And remember, when you lift up your scared hand to Him, He lifts down His nail-scarred hand to you. Praise God. The God of wonders is also a God who loves you enough to manifest that miracle of deliverance or help that you need or healing in your life. 
The God of Israel changes not. And Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and he will be forever. So when we even look in the Old Covenant and we see the character and unchanging nature of God, we understand that whatever he was, he is, and he always will be. I want you to look with me at Psalm 78 this morning, or mark it down so you can read it at home. Give ear, O my people, verse 1, unto my law. Incline your ears to the words of my mouth. We need to hear what the Spirit is saying to the church today. Verse 2, I will open my mouth in a parable. I will utter dark sayings of old. Sandra, we read this when we dedicated that sweet baby to the Lord. Verse 3 says, When we have heard, which we have heard and known, and our fathers have told us, we will not hide them from their children, showing to the generation to come the praises of the Lord. He's fearful in praises. Listen. And His strength and His wonderful works that He has done. One translation says that I'm going to read from, We will not hide them from their children. We will tell the next generation the praiseworthy deeds of the Lord, His power and the wonders that He has done. What are these praiseworthy deeds that the psalmist has in mind? In verses 9 through 72, the psalmist tells us exactly what deeds and wonders he has in his mind. Psalm 78, 13 through 16 Listen to what he's done. This is the God of wonders. He hasn't changed. Church world has changed. Many denominations have changed their perspective of, of where, if, if and where the Holy Spirit is so relevant to us today. And if, or, if, or, if miracles are for today. And friend of mine, let's read this together and declare, amen, that the God of wonders is the God that we are looking to right here, right now in America. And I pray around the world. I pray something's going to backfire on the devil who intends evil when God intends good. And I'm not saying that God doesn't chasing nations just like ours that have become so sinful. I am saying when people turn to God, God turns away His wrath from them. And I pray there will be a mighty revival through repentance and turning to God today. Amen. Listen to this, Psalm 78, 13 through 16. He divided the sea and led them through. He made the waters firm like a wall. Verse 14, he, div he guided them with the cloud by day and with light from the fire, the pillar of fire, all night. He split the rocks in the desert and gave them water as abundant as the seas. He brought streams out of a rocky crag and made water flow down like rivers. You know, the Bible said it was a type of Christ. Actually, they all drank of that spiritual rock that followed them. This stream was so mighty out of the rock. <laughs> I tell you, God is God, God is not El Chipo. He's El Shaddai. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. He is mighty. And what he does is so supernatural that it cannot be denied that 
God answered. God did this. Amen. For the rock that followed them, they all drank of that spiritual rock that followed them, and that rock was Christ. And type and foreshadow, the giver of the living water that we so yearn for and need. Amen. And it followed them. Where When they camped at night from that one event, the river, a river followed them, a stream followed them. An artesian well was flowing that followed them so they had cool water to drink in a dry and a thirsty land. Hallelujah. Verse 78, Psalm 78, 23 through 29, yet he get praiseworthy. I feel like praising him right now and just stopping and praising God. Amen. This is Sunday morning service. Why don't you give him some praise out there? Come on. Hallelujah. Lift up a hallelujah to him today. Right in the devil's face and right in the face of all of the fear that is in the land. Let's give him praise. He's fearful in praises. You know why? Because he inhabits the praises of his people. And while we're praising God, I don't, I, I don't believe the enemy is going to be able to get close to people praising God for his goodness and his greatness today. Hallelujah. Praise you, Father. Hallelujah today. All right. Psalm 78, 23 through 29. Calm down so you can hear this. Psalm seventy-eight, twenty-three through 29. Yet he gave a command to the skies above and opened the doors of heaven. He rained down manna for the people to eat. He gave them the grain of heaven. Men ate the bread of angels. He sent them all the food they could eat. Verse 26. He let loose the east wind from the heavens and led forth the south wind by his power. He ran down meat on them like dust, flying birds like sand on the seashore. He made them come down inside their camp, all around their tents. They ate till they had more than enough. I told you, he wasn't El, El, <laughs> he wasn't El Chipo. He's El Shaddai, the many-breasted one, the, the, the God who will and does provide Jehovah Jireh. And he provides abundantly. Hallelujah. For he gave them what they crave. Verse Psalm 78 is why they didn't continue to receive the blessing from him. Listen to it. Psalm 78. And we don't want to fall into this category. This God is the God that we serve today. And he's available to you and me through prayer. Psalm 78, 42 through 55 they did not remember his power the day he redeemed them from the oppressor. Verse 43, the day he displayed his miraculous signs in Egypt, his wonders in the region of Zoan. 44, verse 44, he turned their rivers to blood. They could not drink from their streams. He sent swarms of flies that devoured them and frogs that devastated them. He gave their crops to the grasshopper, their produce to the locust. 47, he destroyed their vines with hail, their sycamore figs with sleet. He gave over their cattle to the hail, their livestock to bolts of lightning. He unleashed against them his hot anger, his wrath, indignation, and hostility. A band of destroying angels. Remember the death angel in the land of Egypt. 
He prepared a path for his anger. He did not spare them from death, but gave them over to the plague. He struck down all the firstborn of Egypt, the first fruits of manhood, the tents of Ham. But he brought his people out like a flock. He led them like sheep through the desert. He guided them safely, so they were unafraid. But the sea engulfed their enemies. Thus he brought them to the border of his holy land, to the hill country. His right hand had taken them. He drove out nations before them, allotted their lands to them as an inheritance. He settled the tribes of Israel in their homes. Oh, brother and sister, today he settled you in your home. And not just your house that you live in. Amen. Or your mobile home or your camper. Or if you're in a foreign country and you're in the desert, your tent. Amen. He settled you in his kingdom. Praise God if Jesus is your Savior. Folks, I want to declare it again today. Our God is a God of wonders. He's the mighty one of Israel. And he is mighty to be praised. Amen. And the scripture said the reason they couldn't continue the blessing is they forgot the hand of the Lord that led them. They forgot he was a God of wonders. They forgot the hand of the Lord that brought them up out of the land of Egypt. Yea, they turned back and limited the Holy One of Israel. And the last thing we need today is to limit God. I do not, I do not listen to people who are limiting him to Bible days. I do not listen to people. I'm not mad at them, angry. I'm angry at the devil for deceiving them and defrauding them and many of God's people from what is rightfully ours in Christ. Amen. Answered prayer requires miracles, and God is a prayer answering God. Every promise of God is received by faith and every one of them is delivered because a supernatural God intervenes supernaturally in the normal course of human affairs. This is a, a true story that was told. A little boy came home from Sunday school and his mother asked him what he had learned that morning. Oh, mother, we learned that Moses went behind the enemy lines and freed the Israelites. Then he took the army engineers and built a pontoon bridge across the Red Sea. Then when the Egyptians' tank division started to cross over the bridge, he called in dive bombers and blew them to, blew them to bits. His mother was outraged and said, Is that what your Sunday school teacher's teaching you? The little boy looked down for a moment and finally said, Well, no, Mom. But if I told you what she taught us this morning, there's no way you would believe it. You see, the truth about God and the truth about the supernatural power and presence of God and the truth about the God that doesn't know anything that's too hard for Him, the truth that nothing is impossible with God. It, 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 many people find it unbelievable and inconceivable that the biblical accounts 
of the works of our mighty God, both Old and New Testament. They, they just can't conceive it. They can't believe that water could turn to wine. They can't believe that the Red Sea could part and Israel could walk through on dry land. And <laughs> they can't believe that, uh, that the largest army in the world at that time could be destroyed when the waters came down, when they tried to cross and the waters came back together and they were drowned. The cute little story is told of, of a teacher that, that was really uh, railing upon a, a young man who, who, and said, do you really believe, do you really believe that that account in your Bible that the that the the Red Sea parted for Israel to cross over that a miracle occurred. There are no miracles like that. That is just a a story. All the Bible is is a storybook. That could never really happen. Don't you know that 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 the Red Sea was at low tide, and it only came up to the waist or the ankles of of the Israelis. It only came up to their knees when they crossed over. And the little boy thought a minute, and the young man thought a moment, and looked back and said, "Then it's even a greater miracle than when I first read it, because God destroyed Pharaoh's army, chariots, and horses." in knee-deep water. <laughs> Hallelujah. Friend of mine, there is no way to explain it away. Our God, our God, your God, my God, is a God of wonders. And Jesus Christ is indeed the same yesterday, today, and forever. Listen to Peter's first sermon in Acts 2, part of it in Acts 2. 22 and 23. He said with great boldness, you men of Israel, hear these words. Jesus of Nazareth, a man approved of God among you by miracles and wonders and signs, which God did by him in the midst of you, as you yourself also know. Him being delivered by the determinate counsel and foreknowledge of God you have taken by wicked hands you have crucified and you have slain. But you men of Israel, hear these words. So you see, God confirmed Jesus with miracles and wonders and signs. This is what God used to confirm that He was His only begotten Son, that He was the true Messiah by miracles, wonders, and signs. You know, if anyone believes that God does this today, there is not only attack from the world, but there, the unbelieving gainsaying world. There's an attack within the faith, within the Christian community. There are those that attribute this in some circles, to the devil himself. And I would say be very, very careful. For you have a Bible like I have a Bible. Amen. And I do not find in my Bible where the days of miracles would ever end. Oh, but I find a God who is the same, who changes not, who declared, I am the Lord God of Israel. 
and I change not. And I read in the new covenant of Christ, amen, Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and He will be forever and forever. Look at First Chronicles 16, beginning with verse 7. David gives thanks to the Lord for the praiseworthy deeds of God. Listen to it carefully. It said, That day David first committed to Asaph and his associates this psalm of thanks to the Lord. Are you ready? Verse 8 says, Give thanks to the Lord. Call on His name. Make, make known among the nations what He has done. Sing to Him. Sing praise to Him. Tell of His wonderful acts. Amen. Has God ever answered a prayer for you? Has He ever come through for you? Amen. I, you know, I want to stop right now and say, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise you. Look at verse 10. It says, Glory in His holy name. Let the heart of those who seek God rejoice. This is not just about desperation. This is about confidence. This is about consolation. This is about, this is about dependence upon Him and faith in Him and trust in Him. Let the hearts of those who seek the Lord rejoice because He said, you'll find me. <laughs> I'm not going to hide from you. You're going to find me when you seek for me with all of your heart. Look at this. Look to the Lord. Verse 11 says in his strength, seek his face always. Remember the wonders he has done, his miracles, the judgments that he has pronounced. O descendants of Israel, his servant. Now don't exempt yourself from Abraham's seed. For the scripture is very clear in the New Testament. In Galatians and other places, amen. They that are of the household of faith. They that have come to know Christ by faith, Jew and Gentile here, are Abraham's seed by faith. And the blessings of faithful Abraham have come upon them. So you listen, he is not just a Jew who is Jew by lineage. He is a Jew by this new birth, the circumcision of the spirit, not just the flesh. Hallelujah. We are part of Abraham's seed. So when it says in verse 13, O descendants of Israel, his servant, O sons of Jacob, his chosen ones, we're in that category. Verse 14, he is the Lord our God. His judgments are in all the earth. He remembers His covenant forever. The word He commanded to a thousand generations. The covenant He made with Abraham. The oath He swore to Isaac. He confirmed it to Jacob, Jacob as a decree to Israel as an everlasting covenant. To you I will give the land of Canaan. Now we're back in the historic part of His covenant. But he's the same God, the covenant keeping of God, keeping God. To you, I will give the land of Canaan as the portion you will inherit. When they were but few in number, few indeed, and strangers in it, they wandered from nation to nation, from one kingdom to another. He allowed no man to oppress them. For their sake, he rebuked kings. Do not touch my anointed ones and do my prophets no harm. 
Sing unto the Lord all the earth. Proclaim his salvation, his deliverance, my dear friends, day by day. Declare his glory among the nations, his marvelous deeds among the peoples. For great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. Or here it says in this translation, most worthy of praise. He is to be feared, reverenced, revered, stood in awe of, amen, above all gods. For all the gods of the nations are idols. See, man made gods instead of the God who made man. For all the gods of the nations are idols. But the Lord made the heavens. Hallelujah. Splendor and majesty are before him. Strength and joy are in his dwelling place. Praise God. Ascribe unto the Lord, O families of nations, ascribe unto the Lord glory and strength. Ascribe unto the Lord the glory due his name. Verse 29, bring an offering and come before him. (laughs) Pay your vows, it says in another psalm. Worship the Lord in the splendor or the beauty of his holiness. Tremble before him all the earth. The world is firmly established. It cannot be moved. Let the heavens rejoice. Let the earth be glad. Let them say among the nations, The Lord reigns. Let the sea resound and all that is in it. Let the fields be jubilant and everything in them. Let the trees, then the trees of the forest will sing. They will sing for joy before the Lord, for he comes to judge the earth. Give thanks to the Lord, for he's good, and his love endures forever. And listen to verse 33 and 36 as we close today. Cry out, save us, O God our Savior. Gather us, deliver us from the nations, that we might give thanks to your holy name, that we may glory in your praise. Praise be to God the God of Israel, from everlasting to everlasting. Then all the people said, Amen, and praise the Lord. I want you to say that with me today. In light of what we have read, in light of who He is, what He has done, what He has purposed, what He has promised, what He has provided for us as His covenant children, Amen, and praise the Lord. Amen. Amen says, literally means, Be it unto me according to your word. Not according to what man says is possible or impossible. With God, nothing shall be impossible. Praise God. And when we amen that truth and believe that he is, and he is the rewarder of them that diligently seek him, faith is going to allow us to obtain promises, and promises are going that he has made is going to provide everything that we need in this time of trouble and pressure and fear. Oh, dear child of God today, put your trust in the Lord. For they that trust the Lord shall be as Mount Zion, which cannot be removed. For as the mountains are round about Jerusalem, the Lord is round about his people to deliver them. He is near you today. In fact, the Bible said He's a very present help in the time of trouble. And that means 
He is drawing near to us today. He is a God who says, Call on me in the day of trouble, and I will deliver thee, and thou shalt glorify me. This is in Psalm 50 and verse 15. This is your God. This is my God. This is our God. He changes not. Christ is the same today. Hallelujah. Amen. God's going to bring us through this. God is going to supernaturally provide for you and for me. God is going to take care of His people. And because of our intercession, I believe God is going to have mercy on our nation. There will be a point in time, but I believe it's going to be changed. And I pray it's going to be changed past this for the better. If we return to God, oh, friend, what a, what a gracious God. If we return to God, the Bible said He will return to us and how we need as Christians and how the world needs the God of wonders today, the God of miracles, the God of love, the God of compassion, the God of power. And the God of grace. Today. If you don't know Jesus as your Savior. I pray that you will turn to Him. Don't run from Him. Run to Him. Confess your sins. Be forgiven. Receive Christ as your Savior. And your Sovereign. And today if you're a Christian. Put your trust in Him. He will not leave you. He will not forsake you. The God of wonders is drawing nigh. Believe that He will see you through. And you will go through. Hallelujah. Thank you for worshiping with us this Sunday morning.